Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, guys, we are talking about immune system and feeding our immune system. I was listening to a podcast uh, just before starting recording our podcast, and there was a doctor, Stephen Gundry, and he was talking to another doctor, and they were talking about diet and specifically how uh, our diet for many people got so deficient in micronutrients, in vitamins and minerals, and how deficiency even in one nutrient, like, for example, selenium, that you might not have heard about ever, like how even deficiency in just one nutrient might contribute to um, more death from COVID-19. So they did some statistical analysis and they said that people who are chronically deficient in selenium, they died uh, much more often. uh, And people who had adequate status of selenium, they didn't die. So statistically, there was not a person who died if they had adequate selenium status. Um, And that's just one nutrient. Our body is a system. And it only works well when everything works well. Like, if all the requirements of every system are optimized and are met, then we have a great chance of not getting any serious consequence of any degenerative or lifestyle or non-communicative disease or COVID-19. But it only happens when all of our systems work well. You know, there are about 30 essential nutrients, uh, uh, vitamins and minerals, so 30 of them. And we need to be getting adequate amount of all of them on a regular basis. Now, it doesn't mean like we got to get all of them daily because some nutrients can be stored in our fat, some nutrients can be stored for days, some for weeks, some for months, some even for years. Um, But we do need to get those nutrients on a regular basis. And we're still learning as a society, like what exactly it means uh, to get them on a a regular basis, how our body exactly functions uh, when it comes to micronutrients. Like when when do we need to get our vitamin C C or A or D? Um, What do we need to get daily or what we can eat weekly or monthly or yearly and in what exact amount? Like we gathered quite a lot of data about this, but we are still learning and there are quite a few things uh, that we still need to learn and fine tune before we can have some sort of complete recipe for human nutrition. But we do know a lot, guys. And today we are talking about four nutrients that are crucial for our immune system. But uh, my whole intro was about that our immune system is not just about those nutrients or any other nutrients that you can hear about online or uh, on some podcast or on radio or TV show. It's not just about those nutrients, those four nutrients that we are talking about today. It's also about all the other nutrients that support all the other functions of our body. It's all interconnected and uh, we can't just 
be sure that we are now in the best position possible to uh, defend ourselves from COVID-19 or other diseases if we eat this specific nutrient. Uh, no, we also need to take care of our stress. We also need to exercise. We also need to get all of these other nutrients for all of our systems in our body to work well together. So our whole organism works well together. So we need to be getting a nutritionally adequate, balanced diet and not just focus on one or a couple or four uh, single nutrients, but on all of them. And so that's why I recommend you guys to use some sort of app or even better to go to a professional who will help you to um, figure out what lab tests you need to do to optimize your health. Like what's your nutritional status and what are the best foods to get all these nutrients and what is the best eating pattern or eating behavior that will allow you without counting and thinking about it too much or too much planning without all of that to get all the essential nutrients like uh, it's an amazing opportunity if you have it to go to a professional who will design for you specifically for your goals your lifestyle your geographical location that plan that you can easily maintain to get all of the nutrients you need and from all the data that is coming out guys that i'm learning that uh, i'm encountering it seems that nutritionally adequate diet is really, really important. And that most issues with health or weight that we have is because those issues are, we have are there because we are not meeting those nutrient requirements. As simple as that. Like in that insatiable hunger, I forgot what it was once I started focusing on all the essential nutrients. Like when your body gets all the nutrients it needs, all the vitamins and minerals and fatty acids and amino acids, the essential ones, then you probably your body probably won't be hungry. And that would happen to me. I don't ever feel hungry because of that. Um your weight, your hormones, everything will be balanced once you meet those requirements of your body. And then your body can fix stuff when you give all the essential building blocks, um, those fatty acids, amino acids or fats and proteins and fiber and vitamins and minerals that are hugely underrepresented in our nutrition diet community. So anyhow, let's get back to feeding our immune system, right? Now that we know why it's important. But again, don't just focus on these nutrients we're talking about today. Figure out how to eat well-balanced, nutritionally adequate diet overall. So number one, vitamin C. Uh, body's major antioxidant and a, a nutrient that is definitely playing, that plays a huge role in supporting and functioning uh, of our immune system. So vitamin C, that vitamin, it's water-soluble, and we need it for so many purposes, like to make collagen that makes up a lot of tissues in our body, to... Um, protect our cells from oxidative stress. Uh, those are like two big functions. But vitamin C plays a role in absorption, assimilation of many nutrients and a lot of other metabolic processes, uh, quite a few of them uh, related to immune system and helping us to fight off infections and diseases. 
So vitamin C, where can we eat it on a regular basis? So you Guys, you need to understand that this vitamin C you need to be getting on a daily basis. So make sure to include some of these foods in your daily menu. Um, if you want to get it from fruit, then you can have things like um, a couple of oranges. So lemons, limes also will have, you know, probably quite similar to oranges amount. Uh, kiwis, two kiwis. Um, fruit, also things like peaches or nectarines, they will have vitamin C, um, but you will have to eat a little bit more than, for example, kiwis or um, oranges. Um, berries, if you're a fan of, fan of berries, then strawberries is your best vitamin C-rich berry. 200 grams of strawberries will give you about 100% of your daily need. Uh, frozen ones will give a little bit less, but still good amount. So, uh, strawberries... If you need an excuse to eat more strawberries, then vitamin C is your excuse. Um, besides that, you know, kiwis, strawberries, oranges, uh, you want to eat maybe, if you are not a fan of fruit, maybe bell peppers. One bell pepper, bigger bell pepper, red one is the best choice. It will give you all the vitamin C you need per day. If you cook that bell pepper, uh, it will make the amount of vitamin C a little bit less, but uh, you're still getting all the vitamin C from a big bell pepper, whether raw or cooked. Um, and other vegetables where you can get your vitamin C, the best ones are Brussels sprouts and kale. 100 grams of Brussels sprouts or kale is all the vitamin C you need per day. Then things like broccoli, cauliflower, and different Cabbages are quite um, amazing sources of vitamin C and the best sources. So, But for broccoli, cauliflower, and other cabbages, it's about 150 grams per day. It's not a lot. Plus, you need your vegetables for all the other vitamins and minerals. So green vegetables, you know, kale, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cauliflower, other cabbages, uh, even, you know, sauerkraut will have different amounts of vitamin C. Um, so all these vegetables include daily or eat your bell peppers, you know, or your fruit. But vitamin C, we need to eat it daily. Then the next two vitamins that we want to focus on, vitamin A and vitamin D. Um, vitamin D, you know, we don't really know uh, how exactly it works with our immune system, but we do know that all the cells of our immune system respond to the presence of, of, of vitamin D. And we do know that our uh, immune system uh, functions functions well when we do have vitamin D and it doesn't function well when we are vitamin D deficient. So even though the mechanisms are not exactly clear, we do we are absolutely sure we need vitamin D. And besides the sun, you know, it's getting into winter in um, northern hemisphere. And if you are not living by equator or in places uh, um, where you get sun all the time, if you're not sunbathing on a regular basis, then you need to um, a, eat vitamin D-rich foods and B, probably supplement. I actually do both. So when it comes to food, uh, food is always the best source because the vitamins in food are highly absorbable, recognizable, and do not have any negative health effects. That's why food is um, often the best 
way to eat your vitamins and minerals. And so vitamin D, we have the best source ever, cod liver. You eat 100 grams of cod liver. It's pretty fatty thing, but once a week you might, you know, eat a little bit more fat uh, if it's cod liver. So 100 grams of that, if it's cod liver oil, then you'll need less. Um, so 100 grams per week, it's a weekly need of vitamin D. Uh, it's even better because it has two-week supply or about so of vitamin A and three-week supply of omega-3 fatty acids. But don't be afraid, guys. If you eat a can of cod liver, um, canned cod liver a week, one a week, uh, you're going to get all the vitamin A, D, and omega-3s, and uh, there is no known case of toxicity of vitamins and minerals from uh, cod liver. From supplements, yes, but not from whole foods. So cod liver, really easy way to eat all the vitamin A and D and all of your omega-3s. That's what I did for my parents. I just told them, okay, you are eating uh, cod liver, can of cod liver every week till, um, you know, probably for the rest of your life or at least till COVID-19 situation is... Uh, has has been resolved. Anyhow, cod liver, I'm a huge fan. Uh, the best one is from Iceland. So if you can find Icelandic cod liver made from um, cooled cod, uh, not frozen one, uh, then you're going to have the best eating experience. It's just delicious, guys. But back to other foods, other sources of vitamin D. There is only one plant source UV uh, exposed uh, mushrooms or mushrooms that were sunbathing. So there is usually a label that would say that these mushrooms were exposed to UV radiation and that's why they contain vitamin D. About 100 grams uh, of those mushrooms will give you plant uh, version of vitamin D uh, that is great, but some people might have troubles converting it into a form that we actually humans can use. But still, might be a great source. So look out for those mushrooms with vitamin D, UV radiation exposed. <clears throat> and then to other sources of vitamin D, fatty fish, uh, especially high in vitamin D, are mackerel and herring. So about 70-80 grams will give you your daily need. And then salmon. Salmon, the amount of vitamin D will vary. And canned one seems to have the most. Like one half a can, about 80 grams, is a daily amount of vitamin D. If it's um, you know wild, farmed, if it's filet, if it's fresh or frozen, vitamin D amount might vary. But probably... A um, normal portion of like 150 grams of salmon will give you all the vitamin D you need per day. That's why I say eat cod liver because you eat 100 grams of canned cod liver and you're done for the whole week. So that's vitamin D. Fatty fish like mackerel, herring, and salmon, uh, UV radiation, exposed mushrooms, and cod liver or cod liver oil. Vitamin A. Uh, our body uses vitamin 
A when it comes to immune system for many purposes, but specifically vitamin A is needed to make antibodies to protect us from all the viruses that we might be catching or encountering on a daily basis. So vitamin A, uh, the best way, the most absorbable, the most digestible way to get your vitamin A is liver. All kinds of livers are the best sources of uh, the form of vitamin A that is needed in our body. It's retinol, the the name of the form of vitamin A that we <clears throat> actually need to be a little bit more geeky. Uh, anyhow, liver, 150 grams of any kind of liver and you are done for a week with your vitamin A. Vitamin A and vitamin D, by the way, guys, those vitamins are fat-soluble and our body can store them for quite a long time. So that's why I'm saying, you know, once a week, eat your liver. If it's cod liver, it's even better. You're also getting your vitamin D and all the omega-3s. Uh, that's why cod liver is such a, an amazing immune booster. Uh, so find it and eat it. It's a great investment of your money. Liver, but any kind of liver is a great source of vitamin A. 150 grams and you're done for for a whole week. Now, if you want to get better carotene or pro-vitamin A, basically a form of vitamin A that our body converts into the vitamin A that we need, if you want to get that from plants, that's where you're getting that plant form of vitamin A, then you'll need to eat one big carrot um, usually cooking those vegetables will make vitamins more absorbable, uh, but don't overcook them. That might destroy some of them. So one big carrot, one big sweet potatoes, like 220 grams or so, uh, about 200 grams of uh, pumpkin. You know, it's the season of pumpkins, so it's... Uh, Halloween soon, so you might uh, as well, you know, while you are carving out that pumpkin into some scary monster, you might as well eat the flesh and get some vitamin A from it. Just saying, uh, you know, don't waste the material. So 200 grams of pumpkin, um, one big sweet potato, one big carrot is uh, all the beta carotene you need uh, on paper to convert it into the vitamin A we need. Now, if you have digestive issues, if you have uh, any sorts of problems with your digestive organs, um, that might not be the case. So your body might not be able to convert better carotene into the vitamin A we need, and you might run deficient, even though eating all the pumpkins and sweet potatoes and carrots. So that's why liver is still the best source for a lot of you guys. And uh, yeah, when it comes to vegetables, you know, pumpkins, sweet potatoes, carrots, when I say one per day, it means you need to eat it every day. So, or a lot once a week. The body can still store it, um, but just this is the amount per day. And then also don't forget that when it comes to beta carotene, you need to eat it with some sort of fat to be able to absorb and um, digest all the better carotene. And you can have, you know, olive oil, you can have an avocado, you can have nuts and seeds. It doesn't have to be uh, oil from bottle. Um, it just has to be some, uh, one tablespoon or, you know, a handful of some nuts or half an avocado would be enough to absorb all the better carotene. And also one great source of vitamin A, better carotene, plant vitamin A that we need to convert 
Goji berries. Like if you're a fan of goji berries, 10 grams of dried goji berries will give you 100% of vitamin A. Still needs to be eaten with some sort of fat, but 10 grams of goji berries, also enough of vitamin A. Now let's talk about one mighty mineral, guys, zinc. Zinc is crucial for immune system. Like our immune system needs it to make the antibodies, the proteins that we need to protect ourselves. Uh, from different viruses, but it also activates vitamin A. Like without, for example, zinc, our body cannot use vitamin A. Uh, It also activates vitamin D, a lot of functions that vitamin D does. So you might be eating all the vitamin A and D, but if you aren't getting zinc, then you're just wasting your time. And zinc, guys, it's a little bit more complicated um, to get all of your zinc on a regular basis unless you love oysters, because just a couple of oysters will give you all the zinc you need, and also omega-3s and a lot of other minerals, B vitamins, right? So zinc, um, just a couple of oysters. When it comes to red meat, the leaner, the redder the meat is, the more zinc you're going to get from you know a piece of meat. But in order to get a daily need, you'll need about 200 20, 250 grams of that meat. And again, the fattier the meat, the less zinc it's going to have because fat does not have any zinc. It's in the uh, tissue, muscle tissue. That's where zinc is. So oysters, a couple of oysters, really, you know, easy, fast way to get your zinc. Beef, you know, if you're a fan of beef and you're eating a lot of beef every day, um, then you're getting zinc. Also, you're getting zinc if you're eating... Uh, brown meat of chickens or turkeys, but not as much zinc at all, not enough. So you have to eat quite a lot. Like it's, it's not doable, guys. So then muscles, if you eat about 250 grams of muscles or crab meat, then you're going to get 50% of your zinc there. So muscles or crab meat, a lot of shellfish would have some zinc, but not, might not be enough. Even again, with 250 grams of muscles or crab, you would get 50%, just 50%. But a couple of oysters will do the trick. Um, when it comes to plants, oh, by the way, guys, 150 grams of liver will give you about 50% of your zinc too, but nobody's going to eat that much liver to get the zinc. The uh, zinc. <laughs> um, Plant-based sources, pumpkin seeds, 30 grams of pumpkin seeds on paper will deliver about 20% of plant-based zinc. But the the thing is about plant-based sources of zinc, also some beans, you know, will have zinc, not in big amounts like oysters or red meat, but in some amount. But in order to get all the zinc, first of all, you're going to have to eat like 150 grams of pumpkin seeds every day. Or when it comes to beans, it's like half a kilo or very often much more. And the thing about plant-based sources, they have phytase or phytates or phytates, um, plant-based compounds that actually bind the zinc. So they take zinc and they take it out of your system. They, they bind it to different fibers and those elements, fat, phytates, uh, that bind zinc and basically make it uh, unabsorbable. And so it just goes out of our body. And 
it can do the same, not just the zinc in the plant itself, but also to the zinc that we eat from other foods. So for example, if you eat oysters and you eat them with a lot of beans, now you're going to waste a lot of that zinc because it's going to be bound or bound and it's going to be out of your system. So you're probably going to still absorb some, but just um, understand that beans, legumes, um, a lot of seeds would have those elements that will take zinc out of our system. And we can run deficient by eating a lot of those foods. And that's why eating zinc from oysters, from shellfish, from red meat, you know, just guys include as much of that as possible in your diet. I'm personally, it's hard for me to eat a lot of red meat. I'm not a red meat eater, nor do I think it's really sustainable or great idea to eat a lot of meat all the time for all of us, uh, right? And so I don't eat a lot of beef for sure, maybe like once a week. I don't eat that much chicken and poultry to ever get closer to getting my zinc. I don't eat oysters every single day, even though I do eat oysters oysters a couple of times per week. I do eat my mussels a couple of times per week. So I'm probably getting quite a lot of zinc, but might not be getting enough. That's why I supplement. I'm getting good quality supplement. And just like with vitamin D, because I'm not sure I'm getting all the all the vitamin D I need. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm getting all the zinc that I need on a regular basis. Uh, so I'm getting supplement and I'm supplementing. I'm not saying this is like the best way to get it, but from all the evidence we have, supplements still do work. Not as well as whole foods, but they do work. Just make sure to do it in a smart way, not overdosing, getting the best possible form bioavailable of that supplement. And then also making sure you're taking it at the right time, like with zinc, don't take it with beans, because again, you're going to waste a lot of that zinc, and you might not even get any. Um, so supplement in a smart way, with good kind of supplements, without any like additives and bulking agents that might have negative effects, um, especially if you take it uh, on a daily basis, right? So, but yeah, Zinc, oysters, couple of oysters, 250 grams of meat, red meat, 150 grams of liver, 50%. And then for 50%, you're going to eat like 250 grams of mussels and crab meat, pumpkin seeds, 20% and 30 grams. But again, that comes with a caveat that you actually might not get any and take zinc out of your system. Same with legumes and beans. So those are four elements that for sure needs to be present in adequate quantities in our body in order for our immune system to work well and protect us from uh, whatever, you know, it is out there. And you might hear that some people say you can't boost your immune system, or it might not be a great idea to boost your immune system because in many COVID-19 cases, it seems that over reactive immune system is not a great news that it can actually uh, destroy uh, our body and make more harm than good. But the thing about those vitamins and minerals, they don't boost your immune system. What they do is they make it function properly, activating when it needs to be activating and deactivating when it doesn't need to be activated. Um, 
right? Overreactive immune system is not a great news too. Like you might be sensitive to many foods because of that, because your immune system is super reactive. But so these nutrients, they are needed not again to boost the defense, but to make your immune system work properly and to activate it uh, when it's needed and to deactivate it when it's not needed. So uh, that's why we need to have a diet that supplies adequate amounts of these vitamins and minerals. So especially focus on on vitamin C, you know, those um, broccolis, Brussels sprouts, kale, bell peppers, strawberries, kiwi, oranges, uh, vitamin A, liver, 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 <laughs> but then also uh, carrots, sweet potatoes, goji berries, pumpkins, uh, plus some source of fat. Uh, cod liver for vitamin A and vitamin D and omega-3 fatty acids, but also fatty fish is great for vitamin D, mackerel, herring, specifically salmon, and then UV radiation-exposed mushrooms. And for zinc, oysters, couple of oysters, lots of red meat, like 250 grams every single day, um, mussels and crab uh, will also have great amount of zinc and Supplement when needed. That's um, also a great move. If you have any questions, guys, about anything that you, you've heard on this podcast today, they feel free to reach out either via email, Angela at Create Yourself Dead Today, or on any social media where you'll find me. I'm on Instagram, on Twitter, um, where else? Facebook and uh, Medium and LinkedIn. So in a lot of places, uh, reach out. And please do make sure that you and your loved ones, uh, maybe, by the way, guys, share this episode with someone who does the food shopping in your household. They probably need this information more than you do. That way they can feed your immune system to all these nutrients that are uh, super important for our immune system and well-being and health these days. You know, COVID-19 is not going away anytime soon and you want to be prepared to encounter it anytime, any day, and to be able to defend yourself appropriately. For that reason, eat your C's, A's, D's, and zinc, and all the other nutrients, because as we talked about today, uh, we need all of the nutrients to maintain a well-functioning body. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in, and till next time, eat some immune-supporting foods for me, like maybe Brussels sprouts, bell peppers, cod liver, and some oysters. Thank you, guys, and talk to you soon.